The Leaving Nowhere podcast is brought to you by Podcaster Media, your source for quality podcast entertainment. Because your brain is it's incredibly amazing, but it is a machine. And if you use it the wrong way, it's a bit like driving your car in reverse up a hill with the handbrake on with the wrong fuel in. You're going to have problems. And that's all problems are in your life is a reflection that you're using your brain the wrong way. Hey there, Success Buddy. Welcome to the Leaving Nowhere podcast with me, Candace Willie. I created this podcast for you. I've spent my entire life learning lessons the hard way. Through those experiences, I realized that all roads really do lead to success. Sometimes we just need better directions on how to get there. Join my guests and I in learning how Leaving Nowhere can help you get to exactly where you want to be. We'll share stories of success and the various methods we've used to help us get there. Let leaving nowhere be a compass in helping you achieve your greatest desires. So your journey to success starts here. Thank you for joining the Leaving Nowhere podcast. I'm your host, Candace Willie. As we continue to bring awareness to health and well-being in the month of March, I think you're going to love the wealth of knowledge of our guest and what he brings to this topic. So let me ask you, our listeners, what if the only thing stopping you from getting what you want in life was the way you're using your brain? Liam Naden has spent a lifetime of research combined with practical trial and error to discover this is truly exactly the case. As a speaker, teacher, coach, author, and researcher, he helps people from around the world to solve problems, achieve their goals, and end frustrations by rebalancing their brain with a method called neurostate rebalancing, or NSR. He is also the author of several books, including the soon-to-be-published Win the Game of Life by Rebalancing Your Brain. Liam, welcome to our show. Thanks very much for having me. Thank you so much for being here all the way from Italy. I can't wait for our listeners to hear more about this topic. You say Mm -hmm. on your website and in many of your books that we as humans are literally wired for success. Can you please explain what you mean by this? Okay. Well, if you're looking to be successful in your life, and many people are, then many people look in... Our tendency is to look in all sorts of directions, and we try lots of different things. And I spent a lifetime trying lots of different things, everything from religion to motivation, personal development, self-help techniques, spirituality, working really hard, trying really hard, trying to figure out what was the answer to becoming successful. In other words, having really a happy life. And I tried all of these things, and what intrigued me Um, Two things, really. One is, if I was really honest, none of those things really gave me what I was looking for. And I, because I still had problems in my life, and I still had stress, and I, you know, I'd set goals, and I didn't often achieve them, or I didn't always achieve them. So I started to think, is there an answer? Are we supposed to be unhappy in life? Is life supposed to be a struggle? So I spent all these years studying all of these different ways to be successful, and then something really strange happened, and that was that I lost everything I had, and I ended up homeless, um, absolutely nothing. I moved in with my elderly mother and found myself in court with two ex-wives at the same time, battling bankruptcy, two divorces, 
And I wasn't married to them both at the same time, but one of them went on longer, the divorce, you know. <laughs> yeah. but, and I thought, well, this is ridiculous. I've been studying success for decades. I should never have got into this position where I have nothing. So I'm obviously doing something wrong. And all of these things I've been trying haven't worked. So what I did was I completely changed my approach. And that's how I created neurostate rebalancing, which I've used for myself and for other people. But but essentially what I did, and I took it all back to basics, and I thought, is there something that really works? Is there something that you can guarantee 100% of the time is going to give you what you want in life, which is really to be happy? And I started to look for clues. And in the first place I looked, or one of the places I looked, was in nature. Because, you know, all of these different approaches to solving problems and being happy, we can all disagree on those. But we can. one thing we can all agree on is that we have a biological aspect to our being. Now, it might not be all we are, but we have a physical body. So we have that in common with the rest of nature. So we live in a natural world, in other words. And if you really look in nature, you discover, if you really look closely, there are no problems. Nature exists in a perfect flow of life. You know, and I mean, there's life and death and all that. There's not really any struggle. If you look at an animal or a bird or an insect, they're just going about their life doing what they're there to do. <laughs> and it seems that only humans, we're the only ones who have problems. So that's when I started to look at how we're set up biologically. And I discovered that when you learn how to, when you look at your brain, your brain has one function and one function only. And that is to make sure that you survive. Because the purpose of being here biologically is to survive and thrive and carry on the species. So to be that, the best chance you have of being that is when you're at your best. When you're healthy, strong, happy, productive, then you've got your best chance to be, to live your biological purpose and survive. So your brain is literally designed to do that for you. It's like a machine which is de designed to make sure that you have the best life possible. And we've forgotten all about that. Well, a couple of things. I would first say I appreciate how you explain survivor instinct because we are truly all just a species trying to live. <laughs> you know, we create mm. so much of our own turmoil. You know, I. Mm. It, it's interesting because I think about just my relationship with my husband as something as simple as disagreement that we might have over what we're eating. And at the end of the day, we just need to eat for survival because it's a need that our body is asking us to fulfill. So I think that's very interesting. I also find your notion around you found what you thought was happiness or success at different points in your life. And that kept being redirected. If it was through your divorces, if it was living with your mom, you know, it was really pivotal for you. So I, I appreciate that you kept moving forward in your quest to understand it. So let's talk a little bit about what led you to your discoveries about the brain and, you know, really what it creates as, as far as a result in our lives. I mentioned how I lost everything. Well, after I lost everything, after a few rough months, obviously, as, as one has getting through the experience, my life went in a completely different direction. It, it was very strange looking back on it. Well, it felt strange at the time because I thought, why is it? Well, what I found was I was actually getting all of the things I'd always wanted. So I was a lot happier than I'd ever been. I found a new relationship, which was completely unlike 
any earlier relationships I'd had. And I started to be able to do all of the things I'd ever wanted to do. I'd always dreamt of traveling, so that's that's what I was able to do. And I was able to, I created new businesses. I've always had businesses, and they were always very stressful. But I was, I found I was able to create new businesses, and they weren't stressful. And they gave me opportunities, and, and the money I needed just sort of came to me, really. And I thought, what am I doing differently that now I actually have got the things that I've spent all of those years struggling to try and get, which is to feel feel good, not be stressed, not have problems, and really doing what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. Why am I able to do that now when I spent, I studied all of those years, all of those different things, and they never gave me that. So that was the first thing. And the second thing was, you mentioned I do marriage and relationships coaching. And I have been doing that for more than a decade now. But one of the things, and, and most of the people who, and I still do that, but most of the people who come to me and have come to me have been in the situation where their husband or their wife or their partner has wanted a divorce and they didn't want it to happen. Yeah. So they were very, very motivated and are very motivated to get an outcome, which is to save their marriage. But what always intrigued me and puzzled me until I studied, until I found the answer was that why is it that some people were able to get the result they wanted? Why had they were able to solve the problem? Why could some people save their marriage or get what they wanted in their relationship and others couldn't? And it wasn't a question of motivation and it wasn't a question of knowledge. People had read books before they come to, came to talk to me and, and I gave them all the same information yeah. and they were all very motivated. And it wasn't a question of prayer. Many of them had prayed, you know, very, they were religious and prayed very hard and they didn't save their marriage, whereas other people didn't pray and they did. So I thought, what is it? And I, what I discovered was what we were talking earlier about the brain and what I had done is I was using my brain differently. And when I started to see how people were using their brain and how it was literally blocking them from getting the things they wanted, and how that when they switched it by understanding and switched how they used their brain, that their life went in the right direction. That was the aha moment, really. And the more I studied about how the brain works, you know, there are four different parts of the brain. Not, most people think there are three, but there are actually four physical parts of the brain. And I thought, this is all, this is the answer. And the other interesting thing just on that was I found this wasn't my idea. In fact, this idea has been taught to us by every great teacher in every great culture throughout history. Oh, I love it. And I, I can't wait to, to get further into the brain topic. I want to go back to what you said about businesses that you started. So you mentioned that you had started businesses that were very stressful, and then you transitioned to starting businesses that became less stressful and were more fulfilling for you. Can you say a bit more about that? You mean about the difference between them? Yeah, and what changed other than just your mindset? Well, I think um, I'm not sure how many of your listeners are entrepreneurs or business people, but, but entrepreneurs have a have a, a disease, if you like, <laughs> which is striving to be more. Most of society, we're brainwashed and conditioned to believe you need to have more to be happy. And of course, this is all due to pure marketing, really, because the marketing industry or anybody, even the political system, they know that the way to influence people is to make them feel that they're not adequate, that they don't have enough, that they need something more for them to be happy. So, you know, you need to buy my product for you to be happy. When you have this car, you'll be happy. 
when you move into the bigger house, you'll be happy. So it's fueling this idea that you need to strive for more. And of course, we have this whole thing, you have to set goals, you have to be successful, you have to achieve all of these things. The reality of what that does is that just creates stress for people. And when they're stressed, they put their self in a, and we'll talk about this if you like, you put yourself in a brain state that actually blocks you from success. It stops it, you from getting what you really want. That's, that is on your On a physical barrier. level. Yeah. It, well, that becomes your yeah. barrier, right, is is the more. So you get what you want, and then you're constantly I, – I think I should be one of your students because <laughs> I live <laughs> in that place of – you know, I've spent the past couple of years really focusing on mindfulness, and, and my mindfulness, you know, there is an element of spirituality to it perhaps, but it's more about just connecting to where I'm at and mm-hmm. finding value and gratitude for the things I have without being, you know, five years out, 10 years out, 15 years out. You know, at this point, I just want to be happy in today, not just, you know, you know everybody talks about your 30, 60, 90 day plan. And, and you're right, it creates stress. And while there's an mm-hmm. element of momentum that comes with stress, you're always, you always are looking for what's next versus finding that happiness with what you have. So that's such a great statement. Before we dive deeper into our topic today, I would remind you to visit our brand partner, Green Tea Hawaii's webpage and check out their new flavors. If you haven't tried this amazing product, you can save $15 off your first 60 count box by using the promotional code KL15. Go to greenteahawaii.com or call 866-960-1548. Look better, feel better, be better. Green Tea Hawaii. When you think about, you know, the brain is such a unique and interesting organ, right? Because you think we tend to, and our creatures that focus on all the things that we can see and internally what happens with your brain is just remarkable. I think for me, and this completely shifts to another topic, but I want to come back Mm -hmm. and talk further about um, NSR. But, you know, for those listeners whom follow me and know the story of my daughter and, and the journey that we've been on around her addiction. So my daughter went through um, a very severe addiction that started with opioid use. I did not understand it. And and it was very interesting because all the books that I read, or again, in, in a traumatic situation, I am a person that seeks knowledge. So I'm reading about addiction and all these things. And she was very, very textbook. But what I didn't understand until I went through her rehab with her is the impact on your brain. And truly understanding what's happening in her. I mean, I didn't understand. I knew she couldn't think straight. I knew that, you know, she had this survival piece where she had, she thought if she didn't have drugs, she was going to die. You know, all these things that happen until I understood what happens to her brain and and what the recovery. I mean, your brain is just such an interest. Again, it, 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 full recovery, it can come back. Like all the things we can do if it's exercising to stimulate our brain or, or recognizing the, the things that we put in our body and how it affects our brain is, is just remarkable. So I want you to say more about NSR and, and how you feel like that ties to all of this in regard to being happy and really trying to find that fulfillment piece. Okay, well, I guess uh, well, what neurostate rebalancing is, it really helps people live from the state of their natural creative state where they're resourceful and they can see, have the full perspective on life 
and how to live life in a fulfilling way because what they're actually doing is relying on the mechanism of your brain to do the work for you because that's what it's there to do. We have a, there are four parts to the brain. There's the, there's the thinking part of the brain where we gather and, and store information. There's the emotional part of the brain where, which enables us to feel emotion. There's the survival part of the brain, and these all have technical terms, obviously. <laughs> these are physical locations, but I'm just simplifying it. And the survival part of the brain keeps everything automatic working without us having to think about it, and it also has that fight-or-flight mechanism to it. But there's a fourth part of the brain, and it's, and it's located in a couple of small parts of the brain, but it's, it's called what I call the creative brain. And this is where your intuition, your gut feeling, and your creativity all come from. They don't come from your thinking brain. They don't come from your thoughts. And the problem is most people try to solve their problems and they try to run their life with their thoughts. And they try and go, what are my goals? What do I need to do? What information do I need to learn? How can I solve this problem? How, what do I really want in my life? You know. And I did, the, as I say, I know this because I did this for years myself. And the problem with that is that thinking part of your brain doesn't know the answer to any of those things. I want to share a bit about your book because I know that your book talks about this specifically. Your book that is going to be launched um, soon is Win the Game of Life by Rebalancing Your Brain. Would love to hear when it's going to be available. And I know you also mentioned that there's some really great special offers that are tied to that. Can you share with us about that? Yes, well, I'm not sure it'll probably be in the next three or four weeks, actually. And if anyone would like a copy, what I'm also going to be doing as a pre-launch is um, doing a free mini course about neurostate rebalancing and really what we've been talking about and how to apply this in your life to get some immediate results. So that'll be available for with the with the pre-ordering of the book as well, awesome. a mini course. No, that's great. A mini course and great information because I know um, for all of you, if you, I know I'm anxious to learn more. I'm, I'm very intrigued. I also, as we set up this podcast, I know that we've spoken very briefly about you being in Italy and that you you don't live anywhere. <laughs> so I, I mm-hmm. want to hear a little bit about your story today. Can you share with us kind of where you're at and, and why you've decided not to live in one location and how that's brought fulfillment for your life? Well, I emphasize, of course, this is my own unique path. <laughs> yeah. and, and I really think one of the problems with society, if you like, that's again causing us to go off track is we look at somebody successful, I'd like to be like them. But you know, true success is finding out who you are and following your unique path and not not being in, you know, you can get ideas from other people, but not being influenced and saying, they've got something that I haven't got that I'd really like. Because when you use your brain the right way and you allow your life to unfold, you allow this infinite machine to do its job and bring you the life without you having to figure it out, then your life will go in a perfect direction. And I guess that's what happened to me, you know, after I lost everything, I thought, well, one of my big fears was having nothing. And when I ended up with nothing, I thought, well, this isn't so bad. This is actually quite good. Because <laughs> one of the things we often do is we accumulate stuff and, and that just causes us stress as well. So so for the last decade or more, I haven't, and my partner, we haven't, we decided firstly when we were getting going and had, had nothing, we went house sitting for a couple of years in New Zealand, where I'm from originally. 
and uh, and that was fine. We just had a, an old car and a few few clothes, and we just drove around. I think we went eighteen, moved eighteen times in two years. That was great. And then um, we bought a motorhome and lived in that. Travelled the entire length and breadth of New Zealand for eighteen months, and then we took a one-way ticket and a suitcase to Europe, and spent a few months travelling around. And after that, we thought, why don't we buy a yacht? Because we both love sailing, that seemed the logical thing to do. So the yacht showed up, and we've really spent the last five years sailing around the entire Western Europe, from Norway down to down to Turkey and the Greek islands. <laughs> and um, and in between times, we well, we've actually literally just sold our boat, and we're having another one built, which will be ready in three or four months. In the meantime, we just go, well, something will show up. And it's amazing what things do show up. And I'm, at the moment, I'm doing a house house sitting in a Oliver Estate in Italy, and that came up because we sold the boat and we thought, well, something will show up. And two days later, an email came through. Someone was looking for somebody who could uh, look after their Oliver Estate for them for as long as they wanted. And it just happened to only be two hours away from where we were staying on our boat. And with all of the difficulties of movement, it was all perfect. We just spoke them on the phone, and here we are. And you know, so we've, we're now at the stage we don't make any plans because if we made any plans, admittedly we're planning to get a boat, but that's because it's been prepared for us. But uh, if, we, if we really made any plans, from plans keep changing. Whenever we used to make plans, they would never, they would always keep changing. Actually, if I could just use the analogy of the boat for a moment, because when you're a sailor, you realise you need to make decisions and change your plans all the time. You, you wake up in the morning and you're at anchor somewhere and you depending on the weather or where you want to go you need to make plans and sometimes you need to decide really quickly the weather's getting going wrong we need to move or where we want to go to is the wrong wrong place you know if you if you sail in a yacht what you're actually doing is you you starting from one place and you have a destination so we would say i think we'll go to this place we'll talk about make a decision to where we wanted to go let's go there Okay, and we make the decision because the weather looks right. We'd like to go there, and this is how we would get there. We'll go on this this course. So we put the sails up, we pull the anchor up, we put the sails up, and we head towards that direction, and we set the boat in that direction. But here's the thing. It's the boat that actually gets us there. And what we do is we just watch out to see if we're heading in the right direction, but we don't sail the boat. The boat sails the boat. Yeah. Now, if we were to get up by the mast and start blowing into the sail to try and push it along <laughs> or <Yeah. laughs> get out the back and paddle to try and push it along, it would be a whole lot of effort that would be a complete waste of time because we understand when you're on a boat, it's the boat that does the work. But the other thing is you also know that maybe you can strike a real emergency, and this has never happened to us, but maybe one day you're out and you're planning and the weather comes up or you hit something, and, and you've got a real emergency that's going to cause a danger to your survival, then you know you've got a, something called a life raft tucked in underneath. So when you're faced with a real stressed life and death situation, you can pull out the life raft and get in that. Now, that life raft is not going to get to you to where you want to go. It's only there for when, you, when you're really in danger. But most people, and this is what I'm relating to with our life, because most people are trying to sail their boat either by trying to work hard by blowing into their sails 
or they're in a panic, so they jump into the life raft. Yeah. And they're trying to get to where they want to go in, the, in a panic, in a state that's only designed for when you've got an, an emergency, a real danger. There's such a gift in letting go. And, you know, as I'm listening to you, even in my own mind and reflect, being reflective of my own life, when, when I've let go of what I think I should be doing is when I'm the happiest. And, you know, the boat analogy is such a great example because I, I am that person that probably is up blowing into the cells, hoping it gets me somewhere. So it, it really is a gift to be able to let go. And I applaud you for blazing your own trail. Um, not very many people are willing to just say, you know, this didn't make me happy and I'm willing to try something you know, very different to, to really try to find that happiness. And it, it sounds like you've also found someone to do that with you, which is also great. Well, you so, know, I'm incredibly lucky for, um, you know, I don't need to be applauded. I need to be, uh, I had to do it because <laughs> I lost everything. And I'm like, when you've got nothing, it's like, well, this isn't working. I give up. And when you actually give up what you're doing, you're not giving up. You're saying, I don't have the answer. I can't figure it out. I'm going to have to let my brain do the job. And that's when things start to work. So I actually was given the greatest gift. And this is people, you know, of losing everything. People would say, well, that's terrible. It's the best thing that ever happened to me because it forced me to do this. You know, and most people, unfortunately, they never get to that point where they have to change. So they continue to keep trying to figure it out and struggle. I had to change and it was the best, best uh, gift I ever got. <laughs> well, you know, I always ask the question to all of my guests of, you know, how you would really define happiness or success. And I think you, you've done some of that already. Is there anything else that you would share with our listeners on, on how you would define happiness? Well, happiness is using your brain and your body in the most perfect way possible, which is just feeling good right now. That's it. Yep. That's success. And it's (laughs) on a physical, biological, mental, every level, that's the definition of success. And that, after all, isn't that what we're all trying to do anyway? That's why we're trying to get the car, the boat, the house, the money, is to feel good. Well, why not just feel good right now? And all you need to do is have your brain showing you the perfection of where you are that you can't see. You, You think, I've got to solve this problem for me to feel good. But the truth is, you need to feel good to solve that problem. Yeah, That's the way it works. Ah, you, you definitely need to feel good, you know. Go ahead. I just was mentioning another quick boating analogy. You talk about letting go. This is not some fancy idea you have to let go. This is physically how it works. Resistance creates, any resistance slows you down. And the classic example is on the boat because when we sail along, we get barnacles and, and growth on the bottom of the hull. And that slows the boat down. So I have, we have to take the boat out of the water every now and then and scrape all of that off. And when the hull is smooth, the boat goes a lot faster. And in nature, any resistance causes you to go more slowly. Mm. So it's the same with our life. The less resistance you have, the faster you're going to go. Yeah. So I... <laughs> you need to, you know, this is a physical principle for people. And that's why you have to let go. Because if you have resistance, you, all you're doing is slowing yourself down. 
Yeah. I need to take my boat out of the water and clean that residue off the bottom. So it's such a, it's another great analogy. Okay. Well, you. Well, you, un- you see what I mean then? Yes. Yeah. I, I actually, a hundred percent do, you know, I, like I think about myself and, and this podcast, you know, I, I have my day job. I have, you know, and, and really the intention of the podcast is I being locked up, I have to connect with people. And, and today, this morning, um, in doing this with you, I, I want you to know this is so fulfilling for me. And these are like, my day is going to be amazing because of this rich dialogue. Cause these are the things we have to give back to ourselves when something else isn't working, right. Is, is to find that satisfaction. So of course, all this great information is available on Liam's website, which is liamnaden.com. Such good perspective. And I just would add before we wrap up, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners today? I think the main message is to realize your biology, you have, there's a part of you that knows how to run your life that your thinking brain doesn't. And you have to learn how to access that and you have to learn how to trust that. And once you get a little bit of an inkling that that's the way it works, you never look back. And you look back on all your struggle and you say, why did I make it so hard? When this machine, which has got the computing power of 500 trillion computers, it's unbelievable. You don't think it has the answer to how to have you, how you have a perfect life? Of course it does. And that's what it's there to do. It's there to say, right, I know what you, I know who you are and what you are better than you do, better than your thoughts do. So I'm here to make sure you have the best life possible. So just let me do the job, please. You know, when, and again, that's what it says in the Bible and every spiritual teaching. Give no thought for tomorrow. Let go. Trust. Believe, you know, and you will be looked after. Yep. And don't have fear. It's all there. Yep. Don't have fear. Yeah. That, I, that is, that's going to stick with me today for sure. So again, such great perspective. And I'd like to add that, and I know I mentioned it before, but you can learn more about Liam, his books, courses, and podcasts at his website at liamnaden.com. Liam, thank you so much for joining us today all the way from Italy. And, you know, I love your boat analogies. And I think I just took a trip with you. I'm such a visual person. I was sailing with you. But but again, just such an honor and privilege to have you on the show today. So thank oh, you again. It's been my honor and privilege. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. until next time, success buddies, subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple or the podcast platform of your choice. Thank you for joining today's episode of Leaving Nowhere. Here's to you and you accelerating your life and career.